0: Welcome back to another episode of the Bush League Podcast. I'm your co-host Dalton Thompson. He is Zach Ashby. And today we are joined by a very special guest, a very good friend of mine, Mr. Andrew Northern, uh, better known as Randy Vision uh randy underscore underscore vision on twitter uh zach randy welcome to the pod and, and randy would you prefer to be called randy andy andrew
1: um i'm never really called anything uh the same way twice uh for the most part so really whatever you want's cool with me a man that answers to to anything we appreciate that zach welcome to
0: the podcast um We'll just, we'll jump right into it. The vibes are at an all-time low right now. Um,
2: Uh, I do want to to preface the podcast uh, with the new episodes coming out. It will now be on Fridays, correct? Yes,
0: yes, sir. We're going to start recording more on Wednesdays and Thursdays, Uh, kind of just Because most of their off days are on Thursdays for travel days and whatnot. So it's easier to kind of regroup and get into the weekend update and and, uh, a lot of that side of things. So be sure to uh, check us out every Friday from now on Uh, instead of Tuesdays. We'll be dropping every Friday. Um, Right off the top, uh, we should should introduce our, our friend Andrew a little better. Andrew. Uh, Tell us tell tell the world a little more about your yourself and and some of uh, some maybe some specific uh, Cardinals fandom moments that really stick out to you or reasons that uh, keep you coming back for more uh, displeasure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Um, I think the main point is that uh, for the the big majority of my life is that uh, there wasn't a lot of displeasure. Uh, We pretty much were awesome for most of my life. Um, so it was very easy to watch the games and cheer for. Cause you know, you had Albert Pujols and Jim Edmonds and Scott Rowland, <laughs> the big dogs. And then, yeah, like it, you always were always there. So it's like, I, I will start off by saying I'm I like, while it does suck that we're 10 and 16, I'm thankful that this is we're 10 and 16 and the world's ending. Like for some yeah. people, this happens every single year and it just, will never change or like they'll get one out of every 50 years. Something cool might happen. But for us, this is the world is ending. Like the pirates.
2: Yeah. Like the pirates. Like like the, the pirates.
1: Precisely like the pirates. Um, my Just, probably my, the Oakland A's right now. That's
0: that's it's the, the very, uh, very small silver lining is that we are
1: not the Oakland A's. Or the uh, yeah. Game,
2: whatever you want to call them.
1: Yeah. My, my, um, I've had a, a lot of cardinal memories, just going to games all the time as a kid. But the probably my the, the main one I have two that uh, that stand out kind of above the rest is uh, in 2006 when uh, we won the NLCS. Like as we got the last strike, my my mom was dating my now stepdad, and he, they they're both big Cardinals fans. And when uh, when we struck him out to win the NLCS he threw me up in the air, but it was like a little too aggressive. So he threw me up so high that I like smoked the ceiling of our apartment while our, while our house was being built. So it's become like a thing that he always, anytime the Cardinals win, he like gronk spikes me into the couch (laughs) Um, even now. So like, even if I was home and we, and we won the world series this year, like he would pick me up and launch me into the couch. Um, but in 2011, that. The, the other one says 2011, I had tickets, and I was me and my mom were in the car on our way to St. Louis, uh, the night of Game Six of the World Series. No, way. on on Wednesday night, and it got rained out when we were halfway up there, and then I was in uh, seventh grade, I think, and. So it got bumped to the next day, right? Because oh it's, it stormed that God. night. Yeah. The next day, I have a seventh grade basketball game, and my stepdad is the coach. So I'm not <laughs> the kid that's allowed to miss the <laughs> game. You can't miss so, it. No. Nope. no. So I have to go to the seventh grade basketball game against the Advance Hornets, and my brother went with my mom to the greatest baseball game ever played. Oh, and, my God. <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, Looking back on it, like at the time, it was like, "Oh, this sucks!" Like I want to go so bad, and then that happened. But it's like, well, who knows if it would have happened the same way, yeah, right? Yeah, like,
0: butterfly effect, man.
1: Yeah, so now it's like one of my favorite memories ever. Is like me and my stepdad watching that game together, as because we were both pissed off that we weren't there because <laughs> <laughs> we were we were supposed Definitely. to be there the night before and we just got cucked out of it. So those are those are kind of the, uh, the That's two that, that really. I yeah. well in 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 a roundabout way you can take
0: credit for the Cardinals playing the greatest baseball game of all time. I mean you just the simple fact I that played. you didn't go might have been the reason that the, the events happened. So credit credit to Randy on uh, on the 2011 Cardinals World Series.
1: Yeah, and my brother, he he my brother likes to uh he likes to lie about it too. Like he's like, no, 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 no. no. I paid for a ticket. I went. I blah <laughs> blah. I'm like, okay. Well, it was me and mom. And then I couldn't go the next day. And then it was you and mom. So what? What do you mean? What happened? What like, changed? Yeah, I, you weren't pay, You weren't buying a ticket from my mom. You were in high school. Like it, so. That's that's the one that yeah we we got back and we were both just like this this sucks this is stupid and we're losing when we get back home too from the game and we're right like, oh. right. We're like we had a moment there when we got back and turned on the TV where we're like well at least we're not gonna <laughs> be there in person to watch them lose the world yeah. series
0: They're, yeah though what a turn of events <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious well that's that's uh that's quite the uh the cardinals fandom and and the uh the experiences at hand that's I I that's hilarious I love that i uh, I think for each uh for each cardinals fan there's always that one that one memory that really stands out, and then and then on top of it, it's it's like there's another memory that like really solidifies your fandom, uh, you know. So I I love that. I think that's hilarious that you uh, in a roundabout way you butterfly affected the, the 2011 World Series into into a victory. So we, we appreciate your service.
1: Yeah, Nelson Cruz might have remembered how to play right field if I'm <laughs> that's true. That
0: night. That's true. If Randy was in attendance that night, Nelson Cruz may have made that catch. We'll never know.
2: We'll never, yeah, know. we'll never know. Thank God,
0: we'll never know. Thank God, we will never hey,
2: know. Randy, when you when you go to a baseball game, if when you're going, you're walking into Bush Stadium, or you buy tickets, where where's like uh where's like your favorite place to sit? Um. So. When I was a kid,
1: my mom, like someone at her school, it was like one of those people where they do like the group and everybody would like buy in together on the season tickets. So like growing up, we always sat in section 136, row eight. And so that's kind of like the sweet spot. Yeah, like my whole life, like that's what going to the Cardinal game was. Like I'm going there. So it's probably there just because I've sat in that seat so many times. Okay. Um, but like now I like I'm twenty-five and <laughs> I don't make a ton of money. So I live, you know, five minutes from the stadium, but it's like, well, if I'm going now, pretty much whichever one's like, yeah, you can come in the stadium for three dollars. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. good to me. <laughs> Give me <laughs> those standing standing room. standing room only tickets.
2: Absolutely.
1: Uh, well, I well, I like to I like to pay the extra two dollar premium to make sure <laughs> I can just go sit wherever. That's, uh, that's 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 <laughs> not that I'm it matters because there's always some seats up at the top. Oh, but. Definitely, definitely. Me and
0: <laughs> uh, me and my fiance. I hope uh, I hope no Cardinals officials are listening to this, but my fiance and I will will splurge on really nice tickets at the beginning of the season, and then throughout the season, I will use that same ticket not to get in. I'll buy you know the six dollar standing room only tickets or whatever, and. When I get in the stadium, I I still have those tickets on my phone, so I just cover up the section and the seat number, and I'll show scumbag. it to the to the usher. and like, yeah, yeah, here's my ticket, and and it works every single time. So we end up sitting in really nice seats all all season for six stop, six bucks, basically. So
2: unbelievable.
0: It's a yeah, no, I'm a it's a definitely a, a scumbag sleazy move, and and I'm I gonna hold- show a wild
2: card ticket from last year and see if that works
0: all right yeah there you go i i hope uh, i hope mosaic's not listening to this or or any cardinals officials for that for that matter but you Speaking gotta to play the, the system
1: the uh, the wild card last year i was basically sitting on the roof of game two and up in left field and i don't think i could have been further away from home <laughs> from, plate from this the action <laughs> yeah, like I don't think I could have been further away, and I still don't think I've ever seen a ball hit as hard as
2: Bryce Harper hit that ball.
0: Oh my! I remember that. That was wild card
2: game. Yeah, yeah game, game two. two. Yeah, yeah, I was sitting in Big Mac Land when that happened. Uh, I, have, I was I have, sitting
1: right above you.
2: Yeah, I videoed that, and as soon as it cracked that bat, I I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because I'm a, I'm am a pretty big Bryce Harper fan too. I'm Me too.
1: Yep. But, yeah, that's, I I love Harper. So it was like, yeah. it was the same thing. Like that sound, like the split second he hit it, everyone's just like, oh my God. Oh no.
0: <laughs> it's just a totally different, when he makes, when he makes hard contact, it's a totally different, totally different sound. That's, that's a, uh, that's one guy I, I definitely wouldn't, uh, I, I wouldn't want to be facing in that, in that series. And, and he definitely made it hurt. That's for sure.
2: Well, I mean that whole lineup was just gnarly. Like you wouldn't have thought that at the beginning of the year they started out. They started out like how we did at the beginning of the year. This year maybe a little bit worse. I don't think they won more than five games in their April. And then yeah, they end up. The yeah, World it series. was. I don't know.
0: If I mean if if we're on that same trajectory, I'll take it. But I I think that's a good uh, a good jumping point to the to the action that uh, we experienced this last week and a half. The last twelve games. Um, it's been bad. There's no other, there's no way to sugarcoat it. There's no way to get around it. The Cardinals are uh, three and nine in their last 12 since the last time we recorded and they hold a 10 in 16 record right now. Um, Knee jerk reaction. I don't know where they go from here. I don't think there's a straight line. I don't think, I think there's, there's a lot of... one move that really resets it. I think it's yeah. just a culmination of everybody figuring it out, and and I think that's the really the only the only solution there is. I don't think it's one player. I, it, sending down Jordan Walker, which we can get into a little bit. But yeah, that was kind of... Zach, what what are your thoughts as far as? Um, where we go from here. What what is what is your gut reaction, your knee-jerk reaction as to steering the ship in the right direction?
2: Well, you can't really blame either the offense or the pitching, because both have really Winner. underperformed. I mean, the last couple starting pitching outings haven't been as bad, but you still can't you can't blame offense and you can't well you can't one side it because they're both have just been horrendous um it's just a lack of consistency i think that's uh, you know it, it
0: would be one thing if today they looked awesome it, it would be but one thing day. if like it, it consistently the offense was firing on all cylinders and um just raking and and like they did in like the first week of the season but um you know I, it's it really is just the lack of consistency all the way around um
2: you know is I, it like a managerial uh, thing is it a a coaching thing is that's a, the
0: one that's the one part of it I don't really I don't really see as an you issue can't really bring
2: the, the manager Yeah, it, like it's what we were, a lack talking, of what we were performance
0: talking. right now
2: yeah well and like we talked like a lot of those decisions that get put out there are not it's not more being like oh um you're going you're going triple a and and then we're bringing Mora up and Young and all that it's it, it's all front office decisions so Like I know we'll talk about the Jordan Walker thing later, but I mean, you can't really blame Ollie. You can't really blame the pitching coach for what decisions get put out there. I mean, you probably could, but I mean, a lot of
0: it is, a lot of it is, is just a lack of conviction and a, and a lack of, of consistency all the, all the way around. Uh, I was tech. I, um, Randy and I, uh, uh, text about the Cardinals very frequently as do Zach and I, but, uh, some of the text uh, Randy was sending me today had me dying about. Especially we can we can talk a little more about the young. Um, but the the text that really got me today was, uh, yeah. Randy said he's a hundred percent an everyday guy fifty percent of the time. But when it's the other fifty percent, he is genuinely very bad. I think that is the perfect analysis of Paul the Young and, and right now really the Cardinals. I mean. These are all everyday players. They're all they all deserve to be there. They all belong there. Obviously, we have Goldie and Nato who are, are above and beyond. But um, Randy, as far as your, uh, I know you're you're a, a, a big seam head. Um, you know what? What's your analysis of of where the Cardinals are at right now?
1: Yeah, I think the, the thing that, that stands out to me is the exact word you said a little bit ago is conviction. They just don't, like, I think the the most frustrating thing about it is that we should not be bad. Right. right. Like, right. And, and at first it was very easy. It was like, oh, we suck because we've given up 10 runs in the first four games. Like, our pitching sucks. That makes sense. And then, like, Right after that was kind of the, you know, consensus, like obviously the pitching still not been like special for the most part, but like, it's been way better. We've been losing a lot of games. five Because of the pitching. Yeah. Like we, so it's one thing where like it's, there's so many sides to it because it's like, okay, if we, if the pitching gave up six runs and we lost, are we going to say, oh, that was on the pitching? Like most of the time in a baseball game, you're gonna score four or five runs. Like right. it's not like probably yeah, like probably 50% of the time. So it's like if you give up five runs and lose, who do you blame? Like, is it the pitching or is it the batting? I mean, it the the big thing is just there's no like there's no swag. Like there's no last year. They, you know, they had the they the played pepper. with a chip
0: on their shoulder. Y-
1: yeah, and they and they like did like you could tell they were having fun. You could tell they wanted to be there, and they were like, it, it it meant something to them. And and obviously not that it doesn't now, but it's like it seems like they all thought they would just be walking into the exact same situation this year, yeah. which it it really should be because it's mostly the same team. But it, I think it's just a case of one of those things where it's like. The vibes were so good for all, like pretty much all of last year. I mean, that second half of last year. It was so much fun to watch. Oh my God. They were winning all the time. Albert was going off. We had two guys, like probably the two front runners for MVP. Like, it was crazy. So, it couldn't have been better. Obviously, you know, it sputters out in the wild card, but that could, you know, that could happen to a team full of Jesus and his disciples.
2: So, absolutely. it, do you think that WPC had a has some kind of um lingering issue with some players? Like I was talking to Dalton earlier about it, looks like Arnado just goes up there and just just puts I almost think he's hurt. Like I, I just think, don't get it. I
0: think there's something going on that we don't know about. Because Mars had
2: that thumb. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence, then, yeah,
0: well, that's true. We did Ueno, uh Wayno had an early injury. He still hasn't made his debut this year. Um, one guy that's been kind of uh, a non-factor in the last 15 games or you know the last two weeks of baseball is Giovanni Gallegos where's he been I mean he he's thrown in five games and given up no runs he's only pitched five innings compared to Jordan Hicks going out there and throwing seven or eight you know like I, it doesn't to me it's I, the like, thing I don't
1: get about it is that it's like it's so much like, there's nights where we're changing pitchers, just you know, on a whim, like as fast as we can get another guy in there. We yeah. are, yep. whether it's really like successful or not. But then we have, you know, what I was going on does. with it, 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 We we have what was going on with like Jordan Hicks, and it's like every time he comes in, I'm like, oh god, this is screwed. And the, the writing I is on
0: the wall. Like it's it is so. Every time they bring in Hicks or uh, Verhagen lately or, or anybody, the like Chris Stratton, like that, uh, we're recording this on, uh, Thursday, April 27th, uh, the game last night <laughs> on, on Wednesday. Uh, cause if I, if I don't, uh, if I don't be specific about a date, everyone's gonna be like, well, which appearance are you talking about? Because he has yeah. been that bad. But last night, whenever they brought in, uh, Stratton. It was like it was just plain as day, I think everybody knew what exactly was gonna happen. he He gives up a, a three run home run to uh, I think Lamonte, Wade, or or whoever. but um it doesn't matter. What, what the matter is that these guys just lack any kind of ability to to buckle down and get out. I think that's the the majority of it is that they just they simply, Cannot get guys out when they need to, and then whenever we have runners on base and we need to score runs, we can't. They don't come through. The amount of runners left on base the last two weeks it has to be wild. First in the league, I I would almost put as much money as you'd want to put on it that they are leading the league in runners left and left on base.
1: Well, that that's it. Like when you're watching too, I think that's another thing that adds to the frustration. Is you watch it and obviously you know, if we score two runs, you make all the bats suck tonight, but half the time we've got the same amount of hits as the other team. Like it's not like we're not getting dudes on base. Like you said, like it's so frustrating because you're like, Oh, single, double, double play pop out, like single, single, and then three strikeouts in a row. Like it just, they're always in that position. So I think that's why obviously people wouldn't be happy no matter how it looks. We could lose every game in a walk off and, and, people wouldn't be happy, you know, like either way people would be mad. But I think that's what's really added to the, like, like kind of the, the flame of it and and the intensity of it is people are like, what the hell's going on? Because we're right there every time. Like exactly. we're not necessarily just going out and getting smoked every night. It's right. like we played the game every bit as good as the other team. And we just can't in every single moment that it matters. Those are the ones that we can't perform. We get rid, yeah, it just gets away.
0: It, it's last night uh, during that game. It was two or three play or two or three innings in a row where we we get a runner on base, uh, no outs, and then like Lars Newtbar hits a, a hundred and ten mile an hour line drive back at the pitcher for a double play. Like it, it, you know, just running into outs that. I just feel unlucky sometimes. I, I tweeted something about it saying uh, the Cardinals have turned into lovable losers because it seems like every time they get some kind of momentum, something goofy happens. Like uh, Newbar dropped a, a fly ball in center that led to the three-run three run home run. Like it, It's like the bad news bears out there.
2: If you're curious how many people have been left on base in the last nine, or eight games, if you want to take a guess. I'm gonna say um in
0: the last eight games, I'm gonna say yeah. thirty runners. No. Is that too much or too am I too long, way too low? Oh I
1: was gonna say I was only gonna guess like forty-five, but fifty-two. Fifty-two Jeez. in eight <laughs> games. Yeah. You're joking.
0: Holy oh, no. six six and, and a half a game. At that is – I mean, that right there tells the story. Even, even if the pitching was lights out, they're, they're still leaving runners on base.
2: I mean, that's the just highest, – The highest left on base on a game has been 12 on, yeah. in one single game. My God. That was against Milwaukee and one against the Pirates at 12. Wow.
0: So they've left 12 runners on base in a game twice this season
2: and 11 once and, or 11 twice 10 two times
0: yeah that you don't you just you can't win baseball games if you're leaving even half of that many runners on base like i would say it probably your your best teams that average the leave on base per game is probably 5 or 6 you know it uh, runner on all first these games or are with whatever numbers. that's unbelievable i i'm i'm actually floored by that number that <laughs> Really throws me for a loop. So yeah, where, where, be, do, we where every do we go? One of these teams. Uh, obviously, they, they sent down our boy, our golden child, our baby boy, Jordan I Alexander. Think
2: I think send-down bring-up of the last year, probably. Well,
0: let's let's paint a picture for any fans that missed it. Um, Taylor Motter was DFA'd on um, like two days prior. Tuesday. They activated Paul DeYoung, who by all accounts has been uh a flashback. best card's been great the last, you know, three, four games. He's looked awesome. Um I which also reminds me, I we uh we made a bet. Uh if whenever Paul DeYoung hits his first home run, we were back and forth between Zach and I. So the odd number at bats, Zach. If if Young uh, hit a home run, Zach needed had to buy a Young jersey and wear it to uh, every Cardinals game he goes to this year, and vice versa to me on the even at bats. And he ended up hitting a home run in his second at bat, second or fourth, fourth. So, so I will be, I will be, and if Young keeps playing the way he is, I'll proudly rock a Young jersey to every game I go to this year. That's no problem. I'm I'm fine with that, but um. <laughs> They sent our baby boy down um, after Taylor Motter was DFA'd on Tuesday. Um, there were rumblings about Walker either being injured. He he missed like two or three starts in a row. Um, They're wondering if something was lingering uh, because he's not elevating the baseball, which is uh, you know not as big a deal as everyone's making it out to be. He's still hitting the ball hard, but um, on uh, Wednesday, top one percent
2: of eggs be low.
0: Yeah, right. yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> Um but he got sent down on Wednesday. They re-signed Taylor Motter to a major league deal, and now we're right back to square one. I think you just you basically subtracted by addition in this scenario.
2: I they should have they should have brought Yepes up. He's tearing yeah, it up. That's that's and my same exact thought. Yepez- or I don't know, maybe bring one of the best pitchers with a 2.6 two six ERA, um, Matthew Liberatore up, get him in the uh, rotation, see how that works out. But I I think cool that's enough. another
0: uh, another solid uh, possible solution. Obviously, uh, Stephen Matz, our our resident left handed starting pitcher, hasn't looked great either, um, which we are also paying him like eleven and a half million dollars to have a six ERA right now. So, um, it's, it's not looking great, just plain and simple, not, not looking good. Um, so where do we go from here? If Randy, if you had, if you were sitting in the driver's seat, if you were, uh, Randy Moselec, what is your first point of action as far as getting the team back on track? Actually just getting um, them on track. They that's the thing. They haven't they haven't been on track since the season started. So what do you do to get them get them in the right position?
1: Randy Moselak. <laughs> um Yeah, I well the first thing I'm gonna do is have a very stiff uh rum and coke. I love and that then, and then I I'm probably that. gonna probably gonna pray a little bit. Start
2: making calls.
1: Yeah uh, randomly. Yeah, I'm making the first call. Is not the first call is not happening anytime before one thirty a.m. on a Wednesday night. <laughs>
0: after you've gr- after you've grinded MLB the show for a couple hours, you'll yeah, used to the rosters. I'm
1: in Point my twenty thirty seven season, and we've won eight championships in a row. And I found the recipe. Um, <laughs> that's how long. And it then takes? the uh, the Angels GM wakes up to something of of me that's pretty incoherent. But you can tell that I'm asking for Otani. Uh-huh. Um not for any reason, not because I'm like oh we need to give up all of our stuff for him. We it's just a pipe dream. I just want Otani. But I I like realistically the thing that that really worries me cuz I cuz I do just think like it's kind of like a like a culture thing cuz they they traditionally You know, St. Louis, and it's not even just baseball, honestly. Like St. Louis across sports, like that we've had, generally, we don't really have, you know, the number one, you know, the number one talent, right? Like we're we're good and we stay competitive, but we're more so like the team that's pretty good and if they get hot, they can win. The Blues are like that. The Cardinals are like that. Like everything is based on vibes. Like St. Louis City right now, the soccer team. They're they're not the most talented team in the league at all. They're they're literally playing with all of the guys that everyone else didn't want. Yep. But the vibes are so good that they're the best team in the MLS. So I I think and it's sad because this is like one of the times where we do have, you know, a whole lot of talent compared to what you know what we usually do, like top to bottom. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of holes, right? So the thing the thing that worries me is. Obviously, we had great culture last year, so I, it's hard for me to say this. Besides the fact that we're ten and sixteen right now, is that I I don't know if Ali Marmal is the guy that can like get him it, back exactly. Like, and this is me saying this because I don't, I don't, I've never met him. I don't know anything about him <laughs> besides what's on TV. He's just in very great
2: like edge.
1: Yes, he gives me, me
2: don't want to like cross. <laughs>
1: yeah, he gives me really bad like Mike Matheny vibes. Like. Yeah. Mike 100%. Matheny, if you if you just gave him a team that was really good, and the team already was in a good place, and you know he could probably keep them there close to it for a while, and I kind of think that's what happened last year. Like if things were going well, then the whole Albert thing starts happening. There was no way people could be down last year. Now it doesn't start at that, and you and it's the first time he's really had like serious adversity. Like I know we weren't special going into the all-star break last season, but like, it still felt like it was happening, you know? Well, there was so and much riding on it too. Count.
2: They have yeah. way more talent this year than they did last year, I think. Yeah.
1: And, and that's, that's the thing that's, that's bothersome is like last year it was like, okay, yeah. You know, it, it's just been a little unlucky. That's all. Yeah. But, but that, that was kind of as bad as it got. Like right now there's serious questions on like, what the hell do you do? Like this yep. is, a, it, it seems like a dead end. And I just don't know, like, like just watching him today, I know we won today, like it, today's 27th. I know I know we won, but even still, it's like this huge moment, right? And we're like making pitching changes or they're flashing the camera over to the dugout and like we finally got the big hit, right? Like yep. Barla's just Yavos and it's like, oh my God, let's go. Is something going to happen? And it's just, you can see the guys trying to get there. And then Marmol is just like you know, giving the little like grin and nod and a little clap. But like he, he feels like the guy that's like, all right, boys, let's not get too high on that. Let's
2: yeah, you know, yep.
0: stay, stay stay level headed. Don't, yeah, don't get too high yourself. It, which Mar-Mal is good. The
2: only team that had a home run celebration. You think Marmol is allowing that? Like, that precise. He's, like he's like the mean. He's like the mean coach that you can't like. You know, does not does not allow fun. Doesn't, yeah, no doesn't A- put A- up with A- anything A- outside A-
0: of of his his
1: realm yeah, of yeah, his comfort thinking. level. He does not like it. I think. I think too with him it's like I think he could get there someday, and and I'm not advocating to like to change managers or anything, but it's just like it it makes sense that he's like that, right? Because when new managers start, it seems like unless they're just like an old dude that's been in the clubhouse forever, and you know, just kind of sure, like man. yeah, they just toss him in there, just to kind of be a caretaker. (laughs) That's one thing. But when it's like, you've been like, you're a guy like Marmol, like he's a young dude played, you know, coach, whatever. But it seems like it's really a flip of a coin. You either get a guy that's like him. Who's like, I am going to play. I'm going to be a manager the way that like it's written down in the book, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little, you know, I'm fun and stuff, but honestly, like, what works, works, and I'm old-fashioned. And then you see some guys who come in, and they're like, screw it, let's ball. And then they got, you know, they're doing the the beer bong in the Orioles' dugout. And it's like, right. like, that's – those are two totally different things. That's what
2: things. keeps the team. That's what keeps it going. Is doing yeah,
1: and and I don't think like Marmol, like, I don't – I just don't know that he has that. And that's, like, that's what they need right now. Like, they need – Burleson hits his huge home run, and not only does he hit the huge home run, he does it in like a cool place. Like it's cool to hit a home run in the exact spot that he did today, right? Like it's bigger than just hitting a home run at Tropicana Field. Like who cares? But you have you really had a moment to like make something. Like if you if you were the guy, yeah. And if you're that motivator and you're looking for like what can we do to jolt this team. There's guys that just hope it happens, and I think that's kind of what Marmol does. He's like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, we have a different lineup every day. We're using different relievers at different times and different situations.
2: That's like, been driving. Great. Nobody's
0: nobody's having any consistency or or any yeah. kind of like rhythm with what they're what they're it, trying to do. Exactly, and I think it's that's people's
2: approaches every day. seems like I think yeah, that's like what Marmol's –
1: I, like when Marmol's like, oh, I'm going to jolt this team. I think he's just like, oh, it's a puzzle. And if I just keep doing different pieces, it'll work. When yep. we need Burleson hits a home run. And then that's the time that he just, you know, like grump spikes the water coolers. Like, let's fucking go, boys. You know, it's like, yeah, thing. 100%. And he's just not like that. Or at least not not to this point. It doesn't seem like he's like that.
2: I think he's well, trying to be
1: a manager a too do you, think
2: it's, do you think it's something that he's trying to prove to the front office I mean, after last year, I mean, I don't really think he has like nothing crazy to prove. I mean, he's the youngest no. game, manager to hit a hundred wins. You know, in what like two years. Well, he like performed.
0: Obviously, the Cardinals performed well, and he was the the head of that too. But I I do I, I I agree with your sentiment, Zach. I I do think that he feels like he has something to prove to the front office. You know, like he's this big bad manager who deserves an extension and, and, you know, deserves to stay around. And, but to, to that point too, is like, you, you cannot let your, uh, your staunchness be, uh, or, or your like seriousness, be a, uh, con in the pros and cons column. You know, it, I think if, if you, uh, if you use your seriousness and you use your grit and you use that side of you for positive and in a way to like motivate your players and get them to start cultivating a culture, you know, it's, that's, that's how it should be. That's how the best managers operate is they they're serious when they need to be, but they also let their guys be their guys. And I feel like we have so many guys who have so much character and so much to like provide as entertainment to us, because at the end of the day, this is all entertainment it's it's sport it's uh, it's a way for people to kind of escape from the real world you know and and it just like you know a goofy example but the wwe i mean like you watch the wwe these are over fictionalized characters that portray a persona and and essentially in the world of baseball we we kind of want that from our players too. We want to know these guys that are, are normal people who have real lives and like and, and similar interests as us and and uh, really allow their personality to show. And that's why the Orioles are exciting to watch right now. That's why the Rays are exciting to watch right now. You know, these teams who have guys who want to genuinely want to be there and let their personality shine, and that all starts with the manager. If the manager allows them to feel comfortable enough. To be themselves, they're gonna be themselves and they're gonna play like themselves, and they're not pressing and they're not feeling this overwhelming sense of uh you know urgency or, or pressure. It's like that big blow up he had. I know this doesn't uh affect um the overall play, but the big blow up between him and O'Neal in the beginning of the season, like that was like not good. It was a momentum I, stopper from the jump.
2: I've never seen anything kind of like that before well it, it, the
0: crazy thing is you know the only other time i've ever seen that was mike Matheny. mike Matheny did the same thing back when he was in the
1: in the front seat so i mean it's the thing there was literally not one positive of doing that like there was no None. there was no here's the clear net bit of, like if if he's a guy like he was the manager he's been around tyler o'neill for how long now like he knows who Tyler O'Neill is, what Tyler O'Neal is. Nobody's ever got the yeah. most out of Tyler O'Neal by doing something like that. But that that's kind of what we were saying earlier. Like, Mar Malls, for whatever reason, is like, you know what? Let me teach the kid an old lesson here. Like Let me sit, you're gonna let me sit this
0: kid down and show him the way.
1: Yeah, like, oh, you're not gonna run. Let me, I'm gonna do it in the media too. <laughs> so you know I'm not screwing around. And it's like, well. You like as Tyler O'Neill, a guy who's around Tyler O'Neill every day, you should know that that's probably not going to work. And that's probably, yeah.
0: And that's, that's a hundred percent why it's so.
2: It was at that just, moment. Oh, just like, frustrating. Not that it,
0: it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense as to how it was handled. And, I, not like obviously O'Neill has turned it around and he's playing well right now. He actually is hitting the ball hard and and you know maybe getting a little unlucky with the balls in play, but it, it's it, you gotta imagine that it sent a wave through the clubhouse and and there's players that probably are still kind of a little gun shy when it comes to being themselves or, or acting in a certain <laughs> way because they know that Marmol's not putting up with it. So. I
1: well it's I think that's I think the the biggest thing about it is that or the the most telling thing about it is that he did that in like the third game of the year. Like yeah. we were it was like the first or second series. Like it was right off the jump. Even if he didn't sprint around the base the way he wanted to, which I for one don't really even think it was that big of a deal to begin it with. It really wasn't. It, he was
0: he was out as soon as he turned third, he was out. I I was at the game. Like I watched Acuna yeah.
1: caught the ball before he was even rounding third. He was toast from the jump. So, yeah, like it, it just the point is that it's so early on in the season that there is no actual body of what you can't just pick one play and be like, well, that like the yeah. only reason you could do that is if you're like, oh, you know what, I got to set the tone for this year. I gotta we we got you know we blew a game the other night and we lost. You know we're one and three, one and four. I gotta I gotta get these boys going, and I'm the, letting them know I'm not taking no crap. And then it's like <laughs> they all are just like, okay, we get it, pal. Like what you, are Ali Marmal, we know who you are. You, yep. You're not like what? Why,
0: Mister Manager, man? Are you gonna Are you gonna let me be me? Are you gonna put me in the lineup today? Like, yeah, I'm sure I Nolan like Arenado thought that
1: was super badass.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. He, I, he, he felt really. That's and and that's another part of it too. Is like you have somebody like Arenado and Goldschmidt in the clubhouse already. Obviously Contreras is is of that same breed and mentality as well of being being kind of a top dog, but you have guys at your disposal. If you really want to make it a point, have one of them tell them. So have one of them talk to take them aside and be like hey man, we really think you could have went harder on that play. That probably comes off to I'll to O'Neal a way, way easier, way better to digest. Like, hey, my players are relying on me, kind of thing. Instead of having to hear about it from reporters after the game, like it, 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 the, the whole ordeal, makes still to this day makes no sense. And I think if O'Neal goes off the rest of the season and the Cardinals want to resign him, I think there's a zero point zero chance that happens
2: if Marmol's in the front seat. Do you think we're having a our? Uh... Our late July, early August stint—you know how
1: we, we just get, come off uh, the All Star break and
2: we just plummet, and then <clears> like as soon as like mid August hits, we just we're just Back dealing. I I think right
0: now we're twenty five games into the season, twenty six games into the season. We're ten and sixteen. There's been bigger comebacks mounted to win divisions 2006. We were, I don't, I think we were like way out of the central before they went on a big tear and ended up winning it. But, but well, th- we were 10 games out, but it was like, so, certain people had to lose. win. Right. Yeah. So, so I mean, there's definitely been bigger comebacks as far as, you know, we have plenty of time to turn, turn the ship around, but I, it, to me, it's, it, it's really Fixing a problem before it becomes a bigger problem. You know, if if it is as simple as, "Hey, everybody, we know that we're struggling right now, and here's what we're gonna do to get get back into it." You know, like a a rah-rah speech in the clubhouse, or or they just start showing more personality. Whatever that is, the sooner they figure it out, the better off we're all gonna be. Because if if they get on like a, if you know, if today's the start of a seven-game win streak and we get over 500 by the next time we record, I can guarantee the conversation we're having next week is going to be, "Oh, they're winning it all." There's no, no way I'd this be, team's I'd be ever talking losing. World
1: Series futures if yeah. you win like, oh, five I'd, games in a row.
0: I would be, I would be trying to predict trades that would happen before the trade deadline. Like, here's what we're going to do to really, really tie this bow on it. You know, so it, I it, kind it, of have an I mean, idea
2: of of the trade deadline, but we'll talk about that probably way down the. Way down the line. I I think right now it's
0: just it's it honestly and and to give myself comfort and clarity, I'm going to say it's still way too early to tell. I think yeah. if we if we continue to uh implode on ourselves and the you know, next 2 weeks we go another 3 and 9, maybe then I'm I'm hitting the panic button a little harder, but as of right now the only thing I'm truly nervous about is Nolan Arenado's health. If he's actually healthy, he doesn't look healthy. I think it's a broad consensus amongst any Cardinals fan who's watched him play for the last three years. He doesn't look healthy right
2: now. He's not, his, him swinging is like, he just throwing the bat at the ball. He's He's, not, he's he's not even
0: trying to, he's not hitting with authority. He's not swinging through
2: it. Like he just doesn't look comfortable. I'm looking at his, his baseball, uh, baseball savant right now. He's, 14th percentile at average exit low right now. Um which That's is not not good. And uh 10th percentile ten tenth percentile in chase rate um but like none of these numbers are like hitting positive average. It's All it's all like poor.
1: Yeah. Well in well, it- he, yeah. he got lucky today at the end of the game. Like he got, he got two at bats in big situations in the seventh and the ninth. And he hit the same, the same thing both times. It was just like, I, I know, you know, if you think you can, you know, hit one opposite field or something, whatever. But both of those pitches, he didn't even like, he was very content with just reaching out and making some contact. Yeah, and, and it was in a huge moment. Like he, I, I don't know. like. he, he it just feels like he has to be hurt because he he's not a guy that looks that ever looks like he's not trying. But it's like both of those at bats, like it was like, oh well, he did,
2: he doesn't really care whether or not he's yeah. out there right now. Which, I think he's, I think he's just worried about not winning that Gold Glove again. I think he wants to beat you know Schmidt. Well, he's, he's he's the
0: ultimate competitor. I think I think it it really does come down to the fact I, I think he truly believes him at whatever percent he's at right now is better than whoever his backups hundred percent is. And I think Ooh, it's, it's over there. half Shoot. of a half of a pride thing. It's half of a probably just a talent thing. He is a, a far and beyond more talented than probably any hitter in the Cardinals organization. It, it's just a matter of if, if he's able to give a hundred percent. Like if he if you don't feel a hundred percent, you can't give a hundred percent. So it it he doesn't look good at all. And and the Cardinals are suffering because of it.
1: Yeah I think you nailed that like he's it, like at he, he's such a competitor that it you just can't the way that he looks like he just you can physically see it. like there's something there's just something that's not right. And he yeah, whatever is going on behind the scenes, he's clearly just like, well, I need to be out there no matter what. But I mean well, did he just... you
0: guys did you guys see the video of him on uh on Twitter? The Cardinals uh Twitter account posted it. It was a video of the guys coming into the, the clubhouse. Yeah, the oh course. yeah, he, think, was he was mad. I think they were showing like maybe everybody like dapping up Michaelis as he was getting treatment or whatever. But Arenado had a like three or four bats in his hand. He just like laid down in the front cool. of like kids standing there and then hit like he just like slapped. The,
1: I don't know. He looked pissed. He did not even look. Started, I'm looking at it right now. He doesn't even look started, at the camera. He just He, no, he just guy. throws all of the bats underneath there, and he's like, "Here, just take these." <laughs> and for for comparison, like all of last season, he's like get when there's got a camera like that, like he'll like put his face up real close and smile yep. and do something silly. Like he's just not. He's not a happy guy right now.
2: No, I was he, also embarrassed of this be- video too. Kind of honestly. Yeah, they were like, "Look, guys, we're all happy. This is want fine." Yeah, that's
1: what bad
2: teams do? I hate.
0: I thought that was very a, a very interesting video to post in its entirety. Like it, it, Arenado, just he looks like he is just having the worst day. I mean, it's a Cincinnati does, Reds video. Yeah, this. Yeah, that's that's definitely no, see, a yeah, Cincinnati exactly. Reds or a, a Chicago White Sox video right now. That's that's not not what you want to see. A team that is much much more capable of, of pulling off a, you know, a division championship. It, they don't, they don't look like it right now. And we're being, uh, we're being punished for uh Arenado's health issues, I guess, you know, it, it's not good, not good all the way around.
2: Is so it this triple A
0: team could beat this MLB team? No, I don't, I don't think it's that. <laughs> I don't think it's that extreme yet, but I don't know, um, they just went 12 in a row. Yeah, the the Redbirds are uh, doing really well right now. Shout out, shout out the Memphis Redbirds, boys are coming. They need to get their asses in gear if they don't want to lose their spot. Um, I think. Um, do you have? Did you think of any ideas for? I'll I'll cut this. But did you think of any ideas
2: for top three? Um, I got five fun facts about uh, northern Carnal birds. <laughs> and I have 400, 440 St. Louis Cardinals trivia questions. Um, I just thought the fun facts about the Cardinals would be cool.
1: Like the actual bird?
2: Yeah, the actual bird, just to, you know.
1: I saw a really good one yesterday at the Botanical Garden. That's sick. It cardinals is. It's a
2: red feathers from food. Didn't know if you knew that.
1: It is pretty sick seeing a Cardinal out
0: in the wild like that.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, like I see these dumb pigeons and robins. I, I'm always fired up when I see one, but then I remember
1: like the people on Twitter and movies where they're like,
2: "Oh That's man, my." my-
1: my yeah like my grandma died and the, <laughs> next, like, day, oh, no. and the <laughs> next day the cardinal landed in her chair in the yard and it's like so well now, so
0: t- so now every time i see the cardinals i see my grandma
1: yeah i'm literally like i see so many of those where i apparently like if you see a cardinal it signifies like it's like an angel or whatever you know like somebody died oh. so i see one and i'm always like hell yeah and i like check my phone real fast so i'm like oh, <laughs> oh. gotta check on grandma. I better make sure everybody's in line down there <laughs> Oh, i, don't know. I vigilant for the next three 12 three hours. We <laughs> <laughs> well, if if we don't have a natural – Top three Alec Burleson. <laughs> <Top three lines laughs> I'll Al take Patrol. Alec Burleson
0: with pick number one, please. Just our
1: uh, <laughs> the guy with the most normal name on the team. Top three of those in the world. It, top three, Vernon Donovans on planet Earth. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that is a... – My friend from Zalba. <laughs> coming in at number 3. <laughs> <laughs> he That's had a funny. 2.7 GPA.
0: Well, here's here's um here's one I'm uh um uh, one more topic we can kind of touch on before we maybe preview the weekend. Um there's been a lot of talk about Wilson Contreras and his uh defense That's this nothing. year. The, well, I think he his, his personality is awesome. I love watching him play. I think he is a energetic guy. He gets the team going. He brings that fire that we've been missing. And and uh, shout out Madison Bumgarner. Basically ended his career. That was crazy. Um, so I've been seeing I a lot was of – I tried
2: I couldn't it, do
0: it. Yeah, it, it was a lot of uh, – A lot of uh, things I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But my my question to you is, what are your thoughts on Wilson Contreras and his performance twenty six games in as a Cardinal so far? What are your thoughts? Maybe oh, not boy, even yeah. from a statistical standpoint, because obviously his stats aren't uh, jumping off the page at all. But from a from a um, from a vibe standpoint, you know what? Comparing him to Yadi is is going to be very hard to do, but. No, know, man, as far as what good. what we've been seeing so far, are you are you pleased? Are you longing for more? Like, what are your thoughts?
2: Are we recording? Or we're just going off. off yeah, we're rec- yeah
0: we're 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 recording the whole thing. I'll just cut and paste and play with with um, thing,
2: so. Well, I mean, just overall, I mean, it's just been better offense offensively. It's been better, but I do notice that a lot of, like his framing or. There's been a lot more wild pitches or unblocked balls that just get away, um, which I guess we're just taking, we took Yachty for granted. But um, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, overall hitting is fine. Um, Defensive wise, probably needs to up it up a little bit more but one thing i've noticed
0: um I, and obviously we like you said we've been spoiled with yadi our whole lives and uh stolen bases really aren't something we're I like how he gets fired up about. yeah he he's so he gets very fired up but you know as far as um stolen bases go i feel like teams just actively run on him and and don't think twice about it. i don't know if that's uh coincidence with the bases getting bigger and and all the rule changes but it's it's jarring to see as many stolen bases against him as we've seen so far this season.
2: Yeah, I mean he um he definitely likes picking off first a lot. Yeah, yeah. Which that's I a like. that's a yachty move. I like that back pick. Um, that back Zach pick as movement. a form, as
0: a former catcher. That's uh, yeah. I those are some of that. the most exciting plays in baseball. It's so hard. I love seeing a good back pick, but it is so hard to do.
2: It's so hard to do, especially like from your knees, because gotta get that torque in there. But gotta, gotta yeah, he does the rotation. He he does good keeping people on base. I mean, they did have a an incident today. I don't know how that happened. Oh, but, Kisner had an awesome play today. That play
0: was insane. Yeah, he do he dove from quite a bit away too. To, yeah, that was pretty you know, agile. Reminded me of uh, the old Suicide days, you know, hitting mm-hmm. the line and and. And jumping back like that, that's what that looked like. It looked like he, it was like, he started a suicide.
2: <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he got some offense too lately. I mean, better offense than it has been. Uh Kisner. I'm going to say something super
1: brave about Contreras and, say, it. and say that um hear it. I think he is just exactly what he was supposed to be. I, I think yeah. he's exactly what all of the Cubs fans described him as Yep. and what they would say about him. And I think five years from now, or, you know, however long he's here, I think when he's done, we're going to be like, oh, I'm going to miss him. That crazy bastard. And yep. like, and like, exactly. be like had some good times and had some not so good times, but like it was a Wilson Contreras experience. Like I, I think, I think that's kind of how it's been so far. You're like, yeah, I'm happy with it. It's like, you he's know, he did a couple of things that were absurd, but yeah, that's, that's fine. Whatever. Yep. And I think at the end of the day, like that's just what his tenure is going to be. And I, the earlier we accept that the more we can embrace it.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what the Cubs did a really good job of was they, they kind of had that younger core too coming up. So everybody, uh, everybody already knew what kind of psychopath he was, but you know, that's the part of it that I, um, he's, he's Yachty was a psycho, but he was our psycho. Now we have Contreras who, who is basically an enemy behind our lines, you know, being a, a rival, his entire career before signing with us. You know, we, we it's, it's a it's shock to the system because we're, we're essentially dating the enemy and, and hoping that he continues to contribute on the same trajectory that he did with the Cubs. And uh, Randy put it perfectly. You know, he, he uh, it's the Wilson, Contreras' experience at this point, we just got to hop on and and hold on for dear life.
2: I'd like to um, see him in a benches clearing. Oh, dude! I I, I if you put the line like that at, reds fight like a couple years ago that yeah. red that Brandon Phillips. Oh my god! He signed. How many years did
0: Contreras sign for? Four or five? Five. Five. If yeah. you put the line at four and a half. um Four and a half benches clearing altercations before he retires in a Cardinals uniform. I'm smashing the over <laughs> oh,
1: by oh, yeah. far. Yeah, I think I think. Uh, although he did come from the Cubs, I think he's a dude that like the second he puts the jersey on, he's gonna ride or die for it. Hundred percent because of how much he loves Yadi. He's just a he's loyal hero and everything. He yeah, like I think he, I think the Yadi thing was like. I think it was really one of the main reasons he came. Obviously, we're good, but like I truly think he was like, "Oh, I want to, you know, try to live up to that legacy." Yep. and I think, yeah, I think you got to respect somebody gonna... that
0: crazy. I mean, he he is that crazy that yeah. he, he wants it, to live
1: up to that kind of reputation, you know, and he, exactly he's on the challenge. Yeah, so you know he's gonna ride for for you know the His logo, guys. right? Like, yeah, he's he puts that Cardinals show on, and that like that means something. Like Yadier Molina made that mean something. So to him, the second he's here, he's like, wow, they trusted me with that. Like I'll die for these guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep, hundred percent. He's I like he he's also- like a
0: typical he's like a typical bro at the bar. Like that guy. That guy said, "Excuse me," when he passed me. Now I will die for that man. Like, he, he, <laughs> he steps into the Cardinals clubhouse, and he's like, these are my brothers. I live with these
2: guys. I die with these guys. Exactly. I can't wait to see him play the Cubs because I don't think he cared. Oh, I
0: can't wait. I, really I don't think to he to cared Chicago. too
2: much to, to be in a Cub uniform. I don't really – the way he was talking, remember at the very beginning of the year, he was like, it's like, this is the greatest – Greatest state I've ever played at You hadn't even played a, a game there. Yep. <laughs> these are the best fans in baseball. The, yeah, best in baseball. I will die for every single one of them.
0: In a Schnook's parking lot. I will I will go to war for these people. I, I feel like that's
1: yeah. that's maybe where the uh, first uh Contreras fight comes in from the unders. Like, means- yeah, I could see it like starting Ooh. off well, and it's like, oh, you know, we get a like, – Bellinger says
2: something ridiculous.
1: Yeah, like I think he gets like a standing O, and like there's like a nice moment, and then like the game itself just gets a little chippy. Oh, and then in a moment, like in a moment where it's like, what's it? Are we about to escalate this? And then I think he's the guy that escalates it. Yeah. So and everybody's like, wait, 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 what? He did that? And then it just goes crazy. And I think yeah. that's when he's like, yeah, I'm a bird. Let's go! Like that, I, I just got, also,
0: uh, I just got chills thinking about that. I think that would be that would awesome. Be
1: electric. Then he's for suspended for the rest of the series, so it doesn't even matter. I just, the oh, moment was so cool. It's totally worth it.
0: I hope he. I, like, I. So they come into t- or we go to Chicago, um, the second week of May. So that's two weeks away, um, and then uh, the next time they come into town in June. And then I think we go – yeah, we go back to Chicago after the All-Star game. I think by that point of the season, there's Mm -hmm. already going to be some like chippiness between the two just because of rivalry and and whatnot. And then uh, – yeah, I I think that would be – I would – pay. there's not a limit of money that I would pay to see that in
2: person. Just have them like just put David Ross and a Nolan Ryan headlock. (sighs) Oh. Just just – ripping him throw, <laughs> like Pedro Martinez like throw the manager
0: that would be hilarious I, I'm not a big David Ross guy I think he's I think he's kind of corny that's and that's yeah. totally unbiased because they're the cubs obviously but I
1: think he's I think he's kind of like what we have but he thinks he's the other thing. Yeah, like yep. like I think he he's like Marma but he's he saw a, a Twitter video where everybody was like, "Yeah, that was sick by the Orioles," and he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm pretty sick too." And then yeah, he does, yeah, he like, he the cool I'm cool
0: with my players. Like we hang out after this.
1: Now, guys, I know, I know, we played for the last few seasons together, <laughs> but trust me. You know, no, you Mr. a nice guy. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, you, know, you can't you guys can't talk to me the same way you used to. I'm in a I'm
0: in a different position now. So. You know,
1: we can go to dinner and have a beer or
2: two, but let's, you know, let's not get too <laughs> ready. I'm your boss now, so he tells him he can't talk to so, him like like they used to, but then he lets all like his like players that he's been playing with them just like talk to the exact same way. Well the in and like
0: he, he has no uh obviously this is his first gig so he's not had a chance to like uh, really uh, you know accommodate himself to the league but to to go at it with the same guys that you played with you know in your playing career just uh, it's a recipe for disaster in a lot of scenarios. it's like uh, it's like somebody graduating from high school and then jumping right back into it you know coaching a,
1: a team like that. I wonder if Cody Bellinger has figured out that um, he's the ma- the manager yet. <laughs>
2: he, just, he reminds yeah. me of uh like bench warmers where he's out in like the like outfield and he has like the the beetle in his glove and he just, just kind of just looking at it and, just, <laughs> and the ball just like just miraculously gets into his glove that's what i imagine talking to, like cody Bellinger and Drew, like yeah he's just so miraculously talented that yeah. when
1: he's when he's there it's awesome but he kind of just half time he's just vibing yeah, Good. he just he walks into the dugout after an at bat. It's like, hey, what's David Ross doing here? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a dude yeah. who's, who's a perfect guy to have in the clubhouse because he's never a negative. <laughs> it, like sometimes he might just be a total neutral, but like he's only a net positive. Like if things are bad, he's just like he's oh, he. he PlayStation. The
0: guy- Cody Bellinger is the guy that's, like, he has no idea what's going on. So, like, it could be bad or good, and it's just good to have him around because he has no idea. He's he just – he's there. He's like he's like, a, he's like Matthew McConaughey. He just, yeah, I see that. Just, I could see that. He just goes with
1: the flow, dude. Yeah, like, he doesn't oh. realize how crazy – like, when he's, he's, you know, in the games, he, he's like, oh, it's cool. I'm a Dodger whatever, or a Cub, whatever. But he's yeah, like – He probably still when, thinks
0: he's a Dodger. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, like – I feel like to him it's Remember the what? same way like like you were in like middle school or high school where you're like, Oh man, my name's Trey, I got a basketball game tomorrow. Yep. And, and like <laughs> to him it doesn't even matter that it's Major League Baseball. He's just like he's just like oh, sweet, the games dude. the games tomorrow. And that's just what time in my life is, is the game. So I'm just gonna go play. Yep. Yep. Nothing else exists outside of that world. Uh, just just hanging out.
0: I'm just so, here with the boys. The guys wanted to get together and throw on
2: these jerseys and play some ball today, so yeah. I decided <laughs> I would. So, I'm being just kind of surfing the uh, minor league Memphis Redbirds page, possible solution. I don't know. Maybe bounce it off you guys here. What about number 44, Luke and Baker? How about bringing him up and put? He's been.
0: Deep? I I, uh, I saw some. Uh, some 329. Video. He's he's two it as well right now. He's a had uh Randy I don't I don't know if you're familiar with Luke and Baker but he's what some would call a, a large man. He At is 6'8, 285 I think. Uh a certified a brilliant. certified uh little buff boy if you will.
1: In Memphis? 6'5, 280. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I've I've heard the name and I saw like a picture of him, but I don't guess I realized that that's how he was.
0: He's like he's former John stepping on a baseball field.
1: Yeah, like a picture I saw. I don't think anyone else was in it, so it was like, oh, that's a big guy. But like you don't realize until he's like next to someone huge. Yeah, big Houston
0: Texas boy. I think he would he would be a um, he would be an interesting piece to call up just because every position that he would. Be playing is is filled. You're not you're not taking Nolan Gorman out of the DH role. You're not moving Goldschmidt. You know, and, and Luke and Baker is probably a detriment anywhere else on the field. So he just a DH and maybe get he's the in a log jam. You know, he's he's well, I, and I guess the Cardinals don't love playing Nolan Gorman against lefties for for whatever reason I don't
2: but, yeah I don't understand that either.
0: But I'm, so I mean that's that's one scenario he gets to play but what I mean we face a lefty every what you know fourth fifth game so yeah. it's he's probably better off sticking around in the the minors for as long as they can hold on to him until they
1: trade him but that well, would it is, be sweet. It is tricky cuz if you have a guy like that like it's a pretty bold move by a manager. Maybe that's what we need, but to have a guy like that and then a guy like Burleson, it's the bash bro. It's a little <laughs> dangerous to have two yeah, little, little buff little. boys in the lineup in April. Right. Now, if you have two little buff boys with beards in the lineup in October, that's a totally hey, that's, different story. That's a
0: vibe. That's that's, a- that's that's vibes
1: all the way around. That's a back to back. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't win. You can't win a World Series without a couple buff boy, little buff boys in the lineup. No, they never. They season beards too. Yeah, they they never. just kind of like.
0: There's it's not been winning. a single
1: World Series team that didn't have a little buff boy with a beard. No. Think no, of and me. they usually they usually have a couple, and it's like, who's the most doesn't have to be the most talented. It's just who's the most swaggiest little buff boy come October. And who's got the biggest collection of little swaggiest buff boys is the team that wins it. It's yeah. every time.
0: Look back on the Astros, they had Evan Gattis. Uh, he was a little buff boy with a beard. Um, and and even further back than that, um, you know, Justin Turner on every team he's ever played for him won a World Series. He's a little buff boy. So, I mean, you got to have much like one or two. every <laughs>
1: single player ever for the Red Sox is just yeah, a little buff boy. Yeah,
0: that's true. Mike beard.
1: Napoli. Well,
2: yep. Well, think about this. <laughs> Got the 2011 Cardinals, who all had beards. Outer Pools, 5-3 war. Lance Berkman. He was a little buff boy. Wore. He was a little buff boy. Not Even Holiday. Carlos Carlos Beltran.
0: Carlos Beltran. Was, he was a was little a, buff boy by that point. He was a sneaky little time. buff boy.
1: Fun fact, I have a picture with uh, Carlos Beltran on uh, on the field his rookie year in uh, Kaufman Stadium. Kansas City. Uh, yeah. Oh, that ballpark is Philly fanatic was there too for some reason because I also have a picture with him. It uh, an away game? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was travels? going on. It was picture day, but I know he was there. He traveling, traveling, Philly fanatic.
0: I want that job.
1: That's the job Cosmo, That's
0: the job man. I want That's the job I want.
2: What was that, Zach? No, it was just I'm looking at this 2011 roster, and I just blurted out, "Where's Pete Cosmo when you need him?" Oh that's true. That's true. Nick, Nick Punto and Ryan Terrio.
0: Yeah, uh, well and and it's either the little buff boys or the or the tiny little boys, you know. Yeah. They're all small gentlemen. Even David, David Eckstein. MVP. Right now we got we got a couple Tommy Edmonds, a little a little tiny boy. Yeah. Um but he is he's played like a big and that was something else too um in one of the games you can hear the crowd in San Francisco plain as day. Whoever's sitting right behind the plate, you can hear everything they're saying. And they kept uh, they kept making a joke about Tommy Edmond being small, like this is where the big boys play. And then, like the next pitch, he hit a a run hey, to dead center, and that's all they said the rest of the game. It was hilarious. So he's he's Tommy Edmond graduated to a certified little buff boy
2: after that at bat. <laughs> that reminds me of. Always oh, sunny in Philadelphia. I don't, remember. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. <laughs> you missed. <laughs>
0: there's a, there's Zach, the joke for us. Uh, it's, uh. have you ever watched I Think You Should Leave? Yeah. Uh, with Tim Robinson? That's yeah. from that's from that show. That's what we were referencing. <laughs> that is hilarious that you referenced another show. That's perfect. Let
2: me get your steak. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just just vibing out. We're all vibing here. Uh, Zach, drop uh,
0: drop our Instagram.
2: Bush League Official underscore.
0: Bush League Official underscore on Instagram. On Twitter, we are Bush underscore League Pod. Once again, that's Bush underscore League Pod. Randy,
1: drop your socials. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Um, pretty much just on Twitter at Randy underscore underscore vision. I have an Instagram and it's just my normal name, but it's private. I don't ever post on there. If, uh,
0: if anybody listening doesn't follow Randy on Twitter, he's a must follow. Uh, he has a, he has amassed a, a large Twitter following and, uh, he, it's only, it's only getting bigger, baby. It's only getting bigger. Shout out to cheapies.
1: That's actually not true. It, uh, it was. Uh, it's probably the half of what it was like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're looking it goes like down growth. every day. Go look at it right now. It'll be like three hundred less two weeks from now. <laughs> and they That's get what... a lot of a lot of bot followers. I'm assuming that are just like dying and going away, right? And then <laughs> and then, uh, then uh, everybody that followed me because it was Animal Crossing. Like it's still now they'll see a tweet and they're like, I don't like. Who's this guy? Out. Yeah. And they Who's would always tweet at, guy? Yeah, tweet at me. Yeah. They tweeted me for the longest time. They'd be like, oh, um, nice point there, sir. But I don't remember following you. It's like, oh, <laughs> do you, what do you mean? And then it like clicked in my head that for some people, Twitter is like they follow like 37 people. And that's the only stuff they want to see. And then when there's a new name, they're like, what the hell? What's Who's going this? on here? Yeah, who's infiltrated
0: those, my circle?
1: Yeah, and they'll tweet. It, they'll be like, "Who are you? Why are you here?" It's like, "I don't know, pal. This is Twitter." <laughs> <laughs> so that's still that still happens now, where like, I'll uh, like right now. I think I have like thirty five k, but I within two days it'll be thirty four point nine because just every every few days someone's like, "What the?" And then who's this then guy? I,
0: yeah, who's I get Randy? zapped.
1: They'll uh, like the tweet, and unfollow me. Zach,
0: uh, Randy is a um uh, i guess the position is a social media consultant to a, to an extent or is what's like the official yeah, I, job Yeah, pilot?
1: I just say like I do social media so I guess it'd be like uh I guess technically it's like social content producer because that's like what I'm doing right now is produce like I got to produce I don't produce the show but No, he, no, so no, no, no. he
0: he's uh he works for a for an uh an independent uh company um, I, I won't say the name just in case, but shout out, uh, BW Carlin. Um, no,
1: you can say yeah, Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. So he, so bad Randy brain, works yeah. for bad brain Inc. Uh, they're a, a social media management, uh, consulting company. They manage some of the like top of the, of the social media hierarchy of, of Twitter accounts. Uh, Guy Fieri, um, Stephen A. Smith, you know, big, 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 big accounts. Um, uh, so, Randy has a hand in a lot
1: of those tweets that you see on their timeline. Um, oh, okay. I mainly just make videos right now, but I'm hoping that's going to continue to. You go know on
2: John Moselak's Twitter and. Yeah, let's, let's, and let's, uh, stuff? let's get you
0: connected with him.
1: I think if John Moselak met me, he would hate me. <laughs>
0: I think John Moselak likes most people he meets.
2: I don't think he would like a lot of people that came across him in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and that sucks because he really is he is a
0: good gm he he gets the trades done when they need to but that's besides the point we're talking about social media now um randy yeah so randy works for bad brain uh bailey carlin um and he manages after we get off this um just i, I don't want to blow up uh randy's spot but i'll tell you the name of of the account that randy manages if that's okay with him but okay it's pretty incredible but uh Andrew, Andy, Randy, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you joining us on the pod today. You're welcome back anytime. Um, hopefully the next time will be uh, under better circumstances of the Cardinals fate and we'll actually be able to talk about like positive stuff, but we really appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing some insight and just being a, a sounding board of, of positivity. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Thanks for uh, inviting me on. Definitely, man. We'll have you back on soon, but Zach, any final thoughts
2: yeah well um tomorrow night we have the cardinals at the la dodgers uh, home field three yeah, game yes. three game advan- or three game series with the yeah. dodgers in la we start yeah we start out with Flaherty. he was 2 and 2 of a 3 2 9 era and then they're uh, facing mr may dustin uh, may nine with a 307 ERA should be a good one. Dodgers just dropped 6-2 to the Pirates today. So, Dodgers haven't looked great. This this should be yeah. a good get
0: back series to uh yep. to get us back on track. Uh they play 3 with the Dodgers and then they come back to St. Louis and play the Angels on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You're going to be you're going to be at uh which game are you yeah, going all three to games? You're going to all of them. Yep. I might try. I might try and make that Thursday day game. Let's all, let's all boogie down there and, and go watch yep. a, a Thursday day game. That'd be fun. And also
2: the, uh, they play the Dodgers at nine, 10 PM, which sucks, but uh fun fact for you. carnal birds <laughs> dine in the twilight. So that's your,
0: that's your, that, that's, that's good enough for me. I'm, I'll take that as a as a, a possible sign of good things to come. I like it. Well, if uh, if that is it, if our our hearts are full and our our minds are set, everybody, thank you for listening again. We're out of here.
1: Go, birds.